Oops. Recorded live on DementiaRadio.org, it's the Funny Music Podcast. Brought to you by TheFunk.com, where you can download new free comedy songs twice a week. Now, here's your hosts, Devo Spice and the great Luke Ski. Hey, Devo Spice. Hey, Luke Ski. We have Jake DeWar in the house. Hey, Jake. <laughs> you have to make hey. noise so the video cuts to you. I know, I just unmuted. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> and we will have a pre-recorded interview with Steve Goody coming up later in the show. Welcome to episode 639 of the Funny Music Podcast for September 15th, 2022. The title of this week's episode is A Woebegone Sight, which when that word showed up in my random word generator, I was like, I don't know that I've ever heard of that word before, so I had to look up its meaning, but I decided to use Woe it. Woebegone? Woebegone, yeah. Yeah, I've, I've heard of it before. It's really old-timey. Yeah, it seems it. But, uh, yeah, so I wasn't familiar with it. But, yeah, a woebegone sight. So your job is to work that into our conversation somehow this evening. So, uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, let's do the catch-up thing. Let's get caught up with what Devo and Luke have been up to since last week. Or else Devo, if Luke failed and didn't show up. Hey, what? No, oh, he's right. So before we get into Luke, uh, we're going to thank Wildcard in, this, in the chat for subscribing on Twitch. Again, he, uh, he does the Amazon subscriptions. Thank you, Wildcard. And he also says, I've heard of Lake Wobegone in a Looney Tunes cartoon. Does that sound familiar, Luke? Um, I thought Lake Wobegone was a thing from, like, uh, um, Prairie Home Companion or something like that. Maybe. Um, I don't know. Anyway, what you been up to? Um, nothing really exciting. Um, I do have a bit of, uh. Uh, of funny music news for when the funny music news segment starts, so I'll save that for that. Um, uh, um, I, I went to see um, the movie Clerks Three uh, on Tuesday night, and uh, that uh, <laughs> it's a funny film. Uh, Kevin Smith made some interesting choices <laughs> in it, but you know, but I don't want to spoil anything for anyone, so I'll just leave it at that. Uh, if you're a fan of his work from, you know, way back in the day, I'm, I'm sure you'll thoroughly love it. So yeah. Um, aside from that, really not much else uh, to report other than, as you said, a uh, new episode of um, Escape from Vault Disney dropped, uh, in which we uh, reviewed. <laughs> Uh, Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith, which is the first time um, the randomizer has picked a uh, Star Wars uh, 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 piece of content. So um, it was a it was a fun conversation. It was, and actually, I I really enjoyed listening to to- uh, not Tony um, Kyle because he had never seen the the movie before, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, <laughs> and my computer all of a sudden got really slow. What's happening? You know what? Maybe it's the 85 Chrome tabs I have open. Let me close some of these. (laughs) This is stupid. Wow. 
I'm getting like two frames per second on my computer. I don't know what it looks like in the stream, but uh, this is bad. This has never happened before. So while we're waiting for my computer to catch up, Jake, what have you been up to? Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Um, I've been good. I've been, I guess, in a transition little period creatively. Um, I've mostly been producing for other people. I, I produce uh, music for other comedic artists. Um, Ethan Moyer is one of them. I actually just was working on something of his last night. Oh, cool. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I've got some stuff um, I've been writing. I haven't been recording anything uh, since the um, last single I put out, which we'll, I know we'll talk about later. But um, yeah, trying to not be as reclusive as I've probably been the last few months. <laughs> I was starting to branch out like earlier this spring. Um, like, oh, maybe I'll go out and see, you know, dine indoors and hang out in person more. And then my wife and I got COVID and I decided to be more careful. Oh, um, don't. So, yeah. But uh, this weekend, we're both getting the new booster. And I'm hoping that'll make me feel a little, little safer, a little more comfortable. Because I'm already starting to go out to places like uh, do videography gigs again in person, which I stopped doing mm -hmm. uh, for the last two years. Um, yeah, mostly uh, working on stuff for other people and trying to balance that with <laughs> work and life. I think as soon as Dreamweaver quits, I'll be good. Uh, what else is open? Did you close your 85 tabs? I did. <clears throat> I only left open the ones that I actually need. Um, so I have my Fumpcast outline and I have my Twitch stream going and I have my gmail up okay things seem to be running better now i i don't know what happened that was interesting um all right so the big news in my life is on monday afternoon i had hernia surgery um so what happened was uh probably five or six months ago i was at the urologist for other reasons and i mentioned the hernia that i've had for many years and it's never bothered me it's just always been there and the doctor took a look at it and he was like, well, you can wait. If it's not bothering you, there's, we don't have to do anything. You can just wait until it starts bothering you. Or we can fix it so it doesn't bother you later. And I'm like, well, let's do that. <laughs> so that way it's not major surgery later. So I had, the hernia, I had a hernia on the right-hand side. They didn't know if I would have one on the left-hand side or not, so they were going to look while they were in there. And turns out it did, so they fixed both sides and um, sent me home Monday night. And, you know, a little bit of pain, not too bad. Um, I rated it a three on that scale where the, that they give you where zero is no pain and ten is the fiery pits of hell, you know. And um, I, for some reason, I actually started posting on Twitter a lot about it. And I've been posting on Twitter a lot more since. And... Um, some uh one of the things i posted was and uh, by the way i'm not writing a song about this and uh insane ian responded with a uh, minions meme of of one of the minions going what so i wrote a very quick dumb parody idea and replied to him with that which it's a it's uh because i described the operation as like they stuck me with two big knitting needles and then went inside and like crocheted my abdomen back together 
So I did a pair. I wrote a quick dumb parody of Raspberry Beret called Abdomen Crochet. And um, so I'm I'm actually going to record it and put it on this month's episode of The Insider. And that's the only place you're ever going to hear it. So if you would like to hear that, check out the September episode of The Insider at the end of the month. I mean, hey, you either live tweet the experience or you make a song about it. So <laughs> good on you. So um, I was afraid I wasn't going to be able to make it to my acting class on Tuesday night, but I did. Um, I was mostly afraid like Monday night in the middle of the night was when the pain hurt. It was like when my stomach really hurt. And I was like, well, if it's this bad, they gave me a prescription for Percocet, which I filled but haven't taken. And Monday night, I was like, all right, if it's this bad in the morning, I'm going to have to take one. And that means I can't drive, which means I'm not going to make it to my acting class. And so, but Monday morning, I woke up and feeling better and I was able to, or Tuesday morning. So I was able to make it to my class on Tuesday evening, which I'm really happy about because one of the scenes I did was one I requested. The teacher last week asked if we had any characters that we wanted to, you know, try and I was like, well, if you have anything in the, you know, in the realm of a psycho killer, I'd like to try that. So um, I did a scene where I was uh, being questioned by an, a defense attorney uh, after my arrest for killing my wife and her lover. And um, it was fun. <laughs> it was it was a difficult scene to do, but it was it was a lot of fun. Well, crazy people don't think that they're crazy. So exactly. That's sort of the challenge so it, of that. It, it was written so that I was, you know, the first part of it, I was like, you know, shocked and like still in distress and about everything that happened and like, you know, almost in denial. And then as soon as the attorney mentions the my wife's lover's name, like a f switch flips in my brain and all of a sudden I become psycho and it was a lot of fun. So. Um, so I'm doing better. The pain is almost gone now. Um, it really only hurts now when the dogs jump on my stomach, which they have a tendency to do, unfortunately. But uh, other than that, I'm fine. So, all right, Jake, you posted a song. I sure did. Yeah. Give us a quick intro to the song and we'll give it a listen. Actually, I'm going to play the video and then we'll, we'll, yes. uh, then we'll talk to you about it. Sounds good. So give us a quick intro. Yeah, okay. Um, this is a song about the frustrations of technology, and we'll leave it at that. All right. Here is I Am Not a Robot by Jake DeWar. I'm not a robot. I'm not a robot. Whoa, I'm not a robot. Not a robot. Technology is putting up a fight. I'm clicking all the buses, posting. 
you do that. Alright, I didn't realize there was all that extra stuff at the end. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, it's like 30 <laughs> seconds of text. <laughs> That's fine. So I yes. should have warned you. It's my fault. So, well, I should have watched the whole thing to the end. That's, that's what happened there. Um, so are you a robot? Let's get this out of the way here. Well, the rumors are still going around. I'm not a robot, but sometimes you have to prove to technology a robot that you're not a robot. And that's sort of the paradox uh you know, I never, that never occurred to me. I'm trying to prove to a robot that I'm not a robot. That's, yeah. I, it, yeah, that's the I last, never that's thought kind of, of was trying to get the last line of the song. I was just like, but you're a robot. Are you kidding me? Like, what is this <laughs> hell that we're in? Um, yeah, but that's, uh, a lot of that kind of came uh, for me from just like, honestly, customer service experience, uh, call center stuff where I'm like, I have all these different tabs I have to keep open um, mm -hmm. for work and, and keeping systems up and running and you have to check on them because they'll time out quickly. And then if you one does time out, then you got to log in and say, I appreciate your patience. I need to prove to a robot that I'm not a robot. Hold on a second, please. And uh, just sort of go on and hold, you know, maintain your composure throughout. Yeah. This is one of my pet peeves of, of the internet. Thankfully the, the ones that I like are the ones where you just click the button that says I'm not a robot because the, the computer knows like the movements of like the mouse and stuff. It can tell you're human by how you move the mouse and how you type. Those are fine. But those ones where it's like, click all the squares that have a, you know, a traffic light in them. I'm like, all the canoes. Like, yeah. This, like, this square has like one little corner of the traffic light. Does that and how count? do you, a computer know what this is and are you learning and are you continuing to evolve and well that's we what i've heard the machine a lot of those captures were are like google and those companies training the ai as to what that actually what the word actually says so that they can better you know read and do their ocr software which I is think clever. Going down some youtube rabbit holes of just like ai like sentient ai having conversations and um you know various other things and like AI art. I don't know if you've seen. I, I've that, heard of the AI art. I have. Yeah, I've seen some of some it is of nightmare it. fuel. What it generates. <laughs> <Yes>. um, <laughs> but like it is, it is progressively getting better, and it's yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, Wildcard says you are training the AI so they can better take over the world. That's exactly what's happening. So it's. I'm giving it about ten years, and then the robots are just going to own everything, and we're done. It's it's over for humanity. So. One of the more recent one of those I've come across was um, every picture is a picture of a lion, and it'll and and it'll either say 
you know, click all the lions whose eyes are open or click all the lions whose eyes are closed. <laughs> and, that's a new one. Yeah, and I, 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 I was filling out a series of, I forgot what it was, probably job applications or something, and uh, it was it was weird because I got, you know, uh, you know both in a, in a fairly short amount of time. It's like the eyes open and the eyes closed one, and I'm like, are they, like, running out of ideas? <laughs> How else can we prove that people are people? Hmm, I don't know. So, um, the song itself. Uh, well, what first of all, what inspired the song? Um, well, with every song I write, the first thing that comes to me is just a hook, something that's catchy, that's mm -hmm. repeatable, that's memorable, and then I build the song around that. It usually becomes the thesis statement for the song. Uh, this song... Probably could have gone in several directions, but for me, it was just more this the frustration with technology and just trying to log in. Um, but I kind of wanted to explore just uh, just having fun with the idea of just an auto-tuned voice, <laughs> and the effect that we hear overused, and just playing around with that. Like even if the song itself was just "I'm not a robot" for two minutes, that could have been fine. But I'm like, no, let's let's take this in a different direction um, and just make it more about. Yeah, the frustrations of of technology, but I wanted to sort of have some hints there and thereof, of, you know, um, maybe fear of technology too. Mm -hmm. yeah. This is, um, you know, a very loose uh, way of talking more deeply about a really dumb comedy song, but <laughs> I wanted to touch on those ideas in some fashion in you know that minute and a half that I put it together, and it's a minute and a half that I spent <laughs> quite a lot of time uh, recording. I record in produce and mix all my own music mm -hmm. um, and that recording that took pretty much a full day it was like an eight or nine hour process just the recording uh, nice. part of it and part of the reason for that is um, I was playing a lot of it by hand uh, the drums are programmed um, but everything else all the keys like I'm playing that by hand and trying to get it right and I'm also not a great keyboard player I'm a guitar player primarily <laughs> um, there is some guitar on this track um, bless you but uh it was, um, you know, it, very textural. Guitar kind of becomes buried in dense mixes like this. I think this was like 34 tracks wow. total. Yeah. Some of those are folder tracks that group tracks together and ones like for the just the reverb and stuff like that. But yeah, it's a fair amount of instrumentation for the short piece that it is. Yeah, we comedy musicians put a, a ridiculous amount of effort into the dumbest songs, don't we? Yeah, that's <laughs> why I charge by the hour when I produce. <laughs> that's Yeah, that's the way to do it. Yep. Well, there's a lot of detail that goes into it. It's not just, I wish it was as simple as just setting the levels uh, when you're mixing and you're done. But no, you have to, you know, adjust frequencies of individual tracks and the whole mix and um, compression and, and just evening out the levels. And then there's automation, which is manually adjusting because with vocals, sometimes specific syllables are just really quiet and you have to bring them up. So, yeah, so yeah a lot of tiny, meticulous, little detailed uh things you do to kind of put the pieces together for this puzzle yep um so that's well. why i also like to make sure that i really like the songs that i record because i hear them more than anyone else will because <laughs> i have sections on a loop uh and you know trying to get everything to sound as clear as i can and then you get sick of them after a while and then you don't listen to it for a month and then you come back to it and you're like oh yeah that was a good song yeah they're like family members Right. <laughs> you remember like oh yeah we haven't talked in a while 
So is this that weird section of a of, of the bridge that I can't remember? It's good to see you again. <laughs> right. <laughs> is this a, a typical of of your sound for for music? I don't think I have a typical sound. Um, okay. I would say EDM tracks like this is not the norm for me. It's not what I normally listen to. So that's probably why it took me a little longer to put together um, than some other tracks. Sometimes, I don't know, for other, when I'm recording for clients, I can get it done in like three or four hours. And some of my songs, I, you know, I can get it done in a few hours. Um, but no, I, I, my, my thing has always been mimicry. So I'm always trying to challenge myself to mimic certain styles, either certain artists or certain songs um, to do style parodies rather than, um, you know, I like to make references to other songs or other artists rather than mm -hmm. parody their songs directly. Cool. Yeah. I've done a few of those myself. It's actually quite difficult. And obviously yeah, it's, Weird Al does a lot to, of them. He does. Yeah. About half of his, half his repertoire is that. Yeah. And it's, um, yeah, it's cool. It's a it's it's a fun challenge that you're paying tribute to that artist as well. Mm -hmm. You're not just making fun of their style. So it's yeah. it's finding that's always a challenge. Well, too, I mean, sometimes I'm making fun of their style. You know. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> sometimes it's uh, it's worth uh, making fun of. Sometimes it's an easy target as well. Yeah, I, I did Country a song music, for years example, ago. Is really easy to make fun of. I did a song years ago called "Half Assed Rapper" about some of the popular rap songs that were out at the time and i listened to a couple of them and i'm like yeah i can do that i can do that music and and literally in about 20 minutes i had a beat and i'm like yep that'll do <laughs> yeah no i remember like i wrote a i have a mumble rap parody um it's sort of loosely based off gucci gang by lil pump and it's you know i remember just sitting for an hour in a coffee shop and just getting it written and it's like <laughs> yeah this is uh this is all of these songs yeah, one one of um one of the things I do is what I call ridiculous raps, which are ridiculous suggestions by my fans. And somebody last year or year before suggested a grouchy Smurf mumble rap as the thing, and it's one of my favorites of of what I've done for those ridiculous rap songs. I'd and love to hear what that sounds like. It's, it's, I, my live song has evolved to the point where I uh I become Swedish Chef by the end of the song. <laughs> so nice. Yeah, it's um. It's on the Fump, and I think I may have put the video for it on YouTube. I don't remember. But um, it's uh, that's another one where the beat was like, I listened to a bunch of mumble rap songs, and I'm like, yeah, I can do that. And I put I put together this half-assed beat, and one of the comments on, oh, yeah, it is on, on YouTube because the video was the, the, comment, the comment on YouTube where some guy was like, man, this beat is fire. It's banging. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, this is a crappy ass beat I threw together in like a half an hour. The bar is so low for mumble rap. <laughs> but I mean, it fits. I, I got the la, 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 you know, in there. And that fits with the beat. So it sounds cool. You know, I wouldn't put it out if it if I didn't like the way it sounded. But it was just such a easy thing to throw together. I mean, the beat's always going to be better than the rapping when it's that <laughs> genre. <laughs> so. Uh, welcome to the Shitting on Mumble Rap podcast. <laughs> I'm your host. Yeah. 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 One of those has to be in there too. Uh, so what else is going on with you? Um, I am getting back to, to writing. Um, I actually wrote, I finished writing a musical this year that I'm oh, very wow. proud of. Uh, it's called rich people in space. Um, it's a musical comedy with a dark twist, uh, set in the not too distant future. 
and um, I've I really want to get it up and running somewhere. Um, I know theaters are starting to open again and, and put on full full on productions. Um, I actually entered this musical into a contest um, where I could potentially win like sixty grand to like fund the musical, which nice. would be amazing. Because um, I'd love to have it with some semblance of full orchestration. Um, but obviously, it's it's also just a matter of you know everyone in the production, cast, crew, orchestra, uh, getting paid mm. uh, sufficiently. So. Yeah, hopefully something will happen with that soon. Um, I actually collaborated with uh, with Robbie Ellis when I was been on here before, okay, and yeah. he helped me uh, transcribe in the the score. Um, I can read music. I'm not very great at putting it to paper, so I'm, I I sort of reached out to him to help help me put that together. And at the same time, he went through like all the demos I recorded the songs and say, "Hey, let's uh, let's tweak these these notes here or there or this chord here." And I'm like, "Cool, thank you." I totally didn't make these <laughs> harmonies up on the fly as I was recording. Um, and he's somebody I would probably, I would definitely hire him to orchestrate. Yeah, that kind of a project. I have a feeling he's yes. very good at that type of thing. Yeah, he's excellent at it. He um, there was a collaborative project we did in 2020. Um, we called ourselves the good ass group. It was 10 comedians and we were all recording remotely during the pandemic and collaborating. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, he was and, on with, um, I think it was, was with that whole group to sing, yeah. um, singing along on zoom. One of the times he was, yes, on the show, that was right? the closing track from that album. Yeah. Uh, were you on that we call? Were, I was on that too. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think I actually jumped on right before the song, as I recall, <laughs> uh, was about to happen. Um, he was kind of our surprise special guest for that segment. Right. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, he, um, he, one of the other songs in there, it's, uh, I, I wrote a song with Ross Childs called Fraud. Um, okay. With a sort of uh, music band style production. Ross is great. Yeah. I produced for him as well over the years. And um, yeah, we, uh, Robbie wrote this uh, seven part horn thing and played it and recorded. I and mean, he wrote out a score for me and it just gave it to me. And it's like, have, have fun mixing this. I'm like, Oh my God! You you played <laughs> trumpets and low trumpet to sound like trombone, and it all sounds amazing. And I didn't even ask him to do it, uh, and he just put it on at the end of the end of the tune. So it was a nice way to. Um, it's it's nice to have friends who have these skills yeah. and to barter services with them. Yes, <laughs> I love working with people that talented, and I hate working with people that talented because I always feel so inadequate when I'm like they, I get back something that awesome from these people, you know. Yeah, I'm I'm always in awe. I'm like, I can't do what you do. Like but what's fun about working with someone Jake, like that too is like I can do the, stuff they can't do. So it, it goes both ways. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, you know, you look at what they do and then you look at your stuff and the stuff you're looking at is a woebegone sight. There it is. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for listening. <laughs> All right. So do you have anything you'd like to plug? Um, I would say you can follow me on uh, all the socials at Jake DeWar Comedy, um, YouTube channel Jake DeWar Comedy TV, uh, where you can see more videos like the I'm Not a Robot music video, many others. Um, I have an album out that I released earlier this year called Humans Are Dumb. There's a video um, of basically it's a, a visual listing party of the album. Uh, on oh, YouTube you know as what? Well. Um, I, I must have missed that. I will add that. To, I have a a spreadsheet of comedy releases that I keep updated. So I will add that to oh, cool. the spreadsheet. Yeah. You can find it on, uh, you know, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, the Holy Trinity of streaming services and other platforms as well. Cool. Um, I do live streams on 
Twitch once in a while. I was doing one a month uh, over the summer. I don't know if I'm going to do more, but if I do, you can go there. Jake Door Comedy. All right, cool. We are going to move on to news and our second song and stuff. Are you going to stick around? Or are you taking off? Uh, I will have to take off soon, but thank you so much for having me. Appreciate All it. All right. Well, thank you for coming. And uh, let's do some news. Here's a promo. This is The Fump. Funny Music Project at thefump.com. C-H-E-F-U-M-P.com. Go tampon, flex your plankton, lick bo burnum, Costco phantom. Pants with pants on, sexual Reagan, panko man bun, let's go Brandon. Time for Funny Music News. Something, something, something. In the news... The U.S. premiere of Weird, the Al Yankovic story, will take place on October 6th in Santa Monica, California, as part of Beyond Fest. It's a double feature with the only remaining 35mm print of UHF, and tickets are already sold out. So if you didn't get tickets, you're too late. I know that Tony Goldmark got a ticket. He did? Ooh. Yeah. Uh, early reviews of, of the movie are fantastic, from what I've heard. Uh, it's sitting at like 95% on Rotten Tomatoes or something like that. Um, yeah. And Mark Gunn's Kickstarter final tally, $8,948 of his $5,000 goal. The Kickstarter has ended, so congratulations, Mark. And that's all I got for news. So what do you got? I got, I want to pull up something so that I have correct information in front of my face. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, there we go. All right. So, uh, I can't remember if I, uh, recorded this, uh, previously, but, um, uh, in my search for a music guest of honor for Mars Con 2023, I did reach out to the legendary Barnes and Barnes, uh, and, uh, 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 Artie Barnes, or excuse me, uh, <laughs> I should say Robert Hamer. Basically, you know, he, they, he turned us down because he said that Barnes & Barnes doesn't really have, like, a, a live performance version of what they do. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, but, you know, he's, you know, Robert Hamer is, like, you know, super nice. He's, you know, a great guy. So, you know, uh, so that was that. Um, so I had been um, pondering um, uh, uh, who I was going to um, potentially ask for, you know, to be the guest of honor. And then the other night, uh, I went to see the Flux Capacitors perform, uh, and Bonnie Gordon was there doing vocals on stage. And I started talking to her, and then I asked her, "Oh, well, when you know she had the big Kickstarter for the album Con Artist, um, uh, which we're all looking forward to." And I'm like, "Wait a minute, is Con Artist going to be done? You know, by March?" And she's like, "Yeah, I'm hoping it'll be released by like October or November or something." She's you know trying to get that thing done. 
So I said to her, oh, well, um, would you be interested in being the music guest of honor for MarsCon 2023? And she said yes. So uh, after she checked with her uh, stuff and got back to me, uh, it's a go. So MarsCon 2023's music guest of honor will be Bonnie Gordon returning to MarsCon uh, because she hasn't been there in a few years. And uh, the Con is very happy about it. I'm very happy about it. So, uh, and, and you know, um, so she'll get the full one-hour concert, which she'll be doing... I'm sure songs from uh, con artists and also probably some library bards tracks as well. So, uh, so there we go. I need to um, uh, add the announcement to the website and social media for the comedy music track, uh, which I'll be doing uh, during the Steve Goody interview. So, so there we go, ladies and gentlemen. MarsCon 2023 music guest of honor, Bonnie Gordon. Yay! All right, Bonnie. That'll be awesome. Do just do one jazz hand, I guess. <laughs> one cause... jazz hand, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, tour dates. On Sundays in Nashville, Tennessee, Steve Goody hosting at the Bluebird. On Thursdays online, Phil Johnson and Roadside Attraction. Also on Thursdays online, Steve Goody and Brad Tassel at virtualcomedyshow.com. On the 16th in Muncie, Indiana, Mikey Mason. On the 17th through the 25th, at the Gothic Cruise with the Gothicals. On the 18th, on YouTube, Escape from the Secret Lab, featuring the Consortium of Genius. On the 18th, in Washington Crossing, Pennsylvania, Larry Tritel. On the 23rd, in Alt Space VR, hmm. Phil Johnson and Roadside Attraction. And on the 25th, in New Hope, Pennsylvania, Larry Tritel. All right. And uh, I just wanted to add on to, um, I mentioned in a previous episode that I'm doing a uh, a show at a place called the Corbin Bowl. It's a bowling alley in the Valley on October 8th, which I still need to add to my website. Um, and TV's Colin Lanzilla will also be performing there. Um, and also just added, uh, I'm going to be performing at Nerd Comedy Night at a stand-up place uh, on October 20th, somewhere in Hollywood. Um, <laughs> that I know the guy running the event because he's done stuff that I performed at before. And he didn't tell me the name of the place. He just said that it's in Hollywood. So somewhere in Hollywood, go to, go to yeah. Look for the big sign. You'll find it. You can't miss it. Yes, yes. And also, uh, TV's Collinsilla will also be performing at that show as well. So there's another show uh, with me and TV's Collinsilla happening on October 20th in Hollywood Nerd Comedy Night. When I have more details, I will put them up and report them here. So there you go. Excellent. All right, second song of the week is a live recording of Mobile Trash Unit by Steve Goody, followed by a pre-recorded interview, because if you were paying attention, you you saw that on Thursdays online, Steve Goody and Brad Tassel are at virtualcomedyshow.com. That's where he is right now. That's why he isn't able to join us live. So here is Steve Goody with Mobile Trash Unit live. Her apartment is pristine. Every room is clean, clean, clean. Everything in its place. Perfect use of perfect space. She's organized and functional, fastidious and punctual. So it's incredible, though she's obsessed with cleanliness. What a nightmare of disgusting crap her purple Prius is. It's her mobile trash unit. It's a dump on wheels. It's an oil spill in a landfill. It's roadkill on an anthill. It's her mobile trash unit. Cups, Slurpee Cups, Dr. Pepper, 7-Up, Mascara, Lipstick, Eyeliner, Cover-Up, Glitter, 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 Glitter! 
Spark bra, tennis shoes, yoga pants, cowboy boots, phone charger, ice scraper, community college, psych paper, hairbrush, sunscreen, 17, magazine, candy wrappers, gum wrappers, triscuits and Ritz crackers, a gallon of hand sanitizer. Her favorite coconut, avocado, watermelon, tangerine, mango moisturizer. Bubble gum lip gloss. Wild cherry lip gloss. Strawberry lip gloss. Venti, milk, almond fudge, high octane, decaf, non-dairy, non-fat, extra cool, with double shot of espresso, lip gloss with glitter. Months old receipts, several hundred samples from Clinique, groceries from last week, like a quart of milk that's begun to reek, and stinky mystery luncheon meat. I mean, I've heard of olive oil, but this is ridiculous. Crumbs and nuts and cigarette butts, curly fries and pizza crust, icky, sticky, moldy jelly, donuts under the seat, under the seat. She's a slob when she eats, so there's all kinds of treats under the seat. <laughs> this is the part about tampons. Let's skip the part about tampons. Because there's no need to pad this song. Smelly car, smelly car, what has she been eating in you? Thank you, Phoebe. It's her mobile trash unit. It's a dump on wheels. It's an oil spill in a landfill. It's roadkill on an anthill. A bunch of hazmat in some oatmeal. It's guacamole and banana peels. Can't see through the damn windshield because it's her mobile trash unit. And her boyfriend's apartment is much, much worse. Thank you. And that recording, we're recording this tonight. You guys responded so well. That's going to be on the next CD, so watch out. I'm here with Steve Goody. Hi, Steve. Hi, Tom. How are you doing? I'm fine. How are you? Good. Good. So tell us about the song you posted. Well, it's just like a song I posted a couple months ago. I it noticed that. Formed live with actual live responses and people hooting quite a lot. There's some now, hootage. Yeah, you got some. Yeah, you got a great reaction out of this crowd. Where was this recorded? This was recorded at the Bluebird Cafe. Oh, OK. As you might expect, because it's one of the very few places I play these days. <laughs> Did you perform with a mask? Not that night, no. Okay. No, I, I did that in January and February when Omicron was, I don't remember what the difference was. Something was different. It was more deadly then. I don't know. I don't know what the deal was. More deadly, more contagious, more deadly. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it's like every month. It's more deadly, more contagious. Well, now it's more contagious, but less deadly. Yes. That is what I've come to gather. So I've stopped worrying quite as much. Not none, not none, but less. So, and the so, COVID I got, I got on an airplane or at an airport, not at the Bluebird. Oh, okay. So, uh, why this particular song? Uh, I think I was just enjoying it the most of the, of the ones on the new album that I do play live. This one is the most fun to play, and it took the most to conquer it to get where I could actually sing it. You know, like yes. I do. Bam, yes, bam. I remember. Because you, you performed that on the Fumpcast here. That's right. And didn't quite get it. If I right. remember, I got really <laughs> close, but didn't manage it. Now it's in, the, it's in the category of in my pocket. I can just do it whenever I want. I don't have to, I don't have to rehearse. It just pops right out. Nice. There may be a mistake or two, but they're interesting and unexpected. And that's fun. As opposed to, wow, he really doesn't know this song, does he? <laughs> so. so you could have just posted the song, the version of the song we put on the Fumpcast. Could have done that. 
And then we could have been on the Fumpcast talking about the song you performed on the Fumpcast. Maybe next month. It, it would have been Fumpception, you see. <laughs> Did I tell you I fell asleep during Inception? That's no. Isn't that weird? It's neat. I've never seen that oh, movie, actually. Oh, well, but you know what I'm talking about. I do know what you're talking about, yes. Good. One of us does. <laughs> so, so, yeah. Yeah, it's we've already talked about the song, kind of. <laughs> it's just We're a live to... version of it. I mean, what else is there to say? There are a couple songs on the album that I have not yet posted on the Fump, and, and I'll get to them. But I felt like getting this one out now. I don't know why. I just felt like it. So I did. Well, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Live versions are fun. Yeah. What's frustrating is some people say, oh, yeah, the live version's way better. That's way very good. And I worked really hard on this. <laughs> Jerk. But... There is well, something about a live audience that you just can't emulate. Yeah, sometimes there's, you know, an energy with, especially with, when the crowd is really into it and really laughing. Like, you know, some of Alan Sherman's material, like, I don't know that it would work without the audience reaction. And even like Tom Lehrer's song, because he, he's done live versions with an audience and then the studio versions are just the piano and him. And I much prefer the live versions. Yeah, even if the audience is somewhat subdued, as they are in some of his recordings, you yeah. can still feel he can... I'm guessing he can see them smiling. They're just trying to be polite, but you know, there's there's this there's a twinkle to the way he plays it when there's people there that isn't yeah. there otherwise. Indeed. So, so do you record a lot of your your live shows? Uh, I well, most of what I do at the Bluebird is just one or two songs. So mm -hmm. I don't know if I call it a live show. It's a it's a show, but I'm only a little part of it. Uh, I do record them usually for my own benefit, but I don't necessarily record them like at the board and. Uh, with a remote mic as well. That was one of the nights I did. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've tried to getting into the habit of, of recording all of my shows again, just, just with a video camera in the back of the room. You know, I'm not going off the board for every show. Yeah, it's very, very helpful to see what you're actually doing as opposed to what you think you're doing. Yeah, I used to do it all the time. Like, like all, like I have like every concert I, I've done from like, I think 2000 through like 2012 or 13. And then I stopped for some reason. And you realize I have a lot of these, right? <laughs> and they're all on like VHSC tapes that I can't play. You know, I've got a huge crate of VHS, real VHS <laughs> ones from 1997 and such. When I was, I was the only one in my neighborhood that had a video camera. So not only would I at the comedy club would I record my own set, I'd ask you want me to. I would do it for free for anybody who wanted it, and I wound up with a ton of tapes, none of which I felt should ever be erased. And now I feel they should all be erased and burned and jumped up and down upon. Yeah. And then a couple of years ago, I realized I needed like recent footage of me performing and I didn't have any. So I was like, I should probably start recording my set again. So I've, I've started recording all my shows and now that it's all digital and it's all on my, my computer right here. So yeah, there's very little tape involved now. Yeah. None really. I mean, there could be, I could get one of those big giant over the shoulder, you know, camcorders that they sold in the eighties. My father had one of those. I just bought online a, um, a mini DV camcorder just for the purpose of transferring old tapes that I've got. Because uh, I've I've had a bunch of these. I had one of the XL X2, whatever it was that that in the '90s and late and early 2000s was the SD camera to have. It was just so awesome. And then <laughs> HD came in and everybody just threw them away. And so I've got all these tapes I can't play because I don't have like the three or four units I used to have. One after the other have all died. But I spent another hundred bucks, got another one, and I'm going to. They call it digitizing, but honestly, it's already digital. It's already it's just, digital, yeah. I'm going to convert to the, or whatever, transfer all of these tapes before this thing breaks, and then I won't need it ever again. 
Then you and won't need the tapes anymore. Right. It's an exciting tale with no ending. <laughs> cool. All right. So do you have anything you'd like to plug? Uh, SteveGoody.com is a great place to buy my new CD that I had a copy of that's not here. Never mind. Entitled uh, Top 10 Songs Steve Has Come Up With Since His Last CD Plus Six More at SteveGoody.com for the bargain basement price of 10 bucks. That's just nuts. That is just nuts. What am I thinking? All right. Well, thank you for joining us. Thank you very much. And we'll catch you next time. Bye, everybody. Making the internet absolutely ridiculous. Dementia Radio. www.dementiaradio.org. Port 8027. Please hang up and try again. This is the part where there's feedback. 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 You know that segment of the show we do about now? Feedback. Feedback. (laughs) Feedback. Alverant. 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 Alverant wrote, Devo, at Worldcon, when the microphone misfits introduced you, they accidentally called you Demon Spit, but corrected themselves. I was working from that in my comment last week when I called you Demon Spice. I did not pick up on that. Thank you for mentioning that. Would you ever go to Worldcon again? Yes, absolutely. Um, This was my third Worldcon. I went to Reno in 2011, I think it was. And then uh, D.C. last year and Chicago this year. Uh, I am not going to China next year. Um, I believe the year after that is um, Seattle, which I would like to go to. um, But we'll have to see. Um, But yeah, I'd absolutely go to Worldcon again. I had a lot of fun. And that's all the feedback we got. So... Teasing. He's a teasing kind of guy. Now you have a job. Yeah. Tomorrow's song is by Lauren Mayer. And Tuesday's song is by Dead by 28. Woo-hoo. And I do not have a uh, playlist topic. So, Luke, what should we make the playlist topic for this week? Um, I do hernias, but I only know of two songs. <laughs> The first thing that came to my head was uh, the state of Minnesota, but there's probably not a lot of specific songs that could go with Minnesota. Um, It would be like half diupers, I imagine. Well, is that Wisconsin? Sorry, never mind. Yeah, no, they're from Upper Michigan, but they 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 tour a lot in Wisconsin. So (laughs) it's so weird if you think about it, because if you look at the like the map, it's like Upper Michigan. Like one big long land border is up against Wisconsin, and then they're surrounded by lakes, and then there's basically just like a bridge that connects it to Michigan. So, realistically, it's more Upper Wisconsin than yeah. Upper Michigan, really. <laughs> um, uh, have you done pirates in a while? Because it's uh, talk like a pirate day is coming up. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's do that. Um. Pirates. I don't remember the last time I did Pirates, but uh, it shouldn't. It, it was probably a little while ago. Let's see. Oh, so slow. I need a new computer. Uh, playlist. I am saving up for a new computer. So 
Excellent. As soon as my, I got a couple of these freelance jobs paid for. Oh, God, you'd think I was streaming on two different services or something. Uh, when was the last time I did Pirates? Pirates, Pirates. Uh, last April. Uh, that's good enough. <laughs> All right. Pirates it is. I'll try not to duplicate too many songs. All right. Uh, Jake DeWar is at jakedewarcomedy.com. Steve Goody is at stevegoody.com. Luke, you got anything else? Um, just a reminder that, um, you know, there's uh, the Luke version of You Don't Know Jack and the Tony Goldmark version of You Don't Know Jack. So there's two different versions. <laughs> are, are, they on, oh, wait, you, but, are they on Spotify? Yeah, that's a good point. That's yeah, I'm the, not, I don't think. That's uh, the catch. <laughs> yeah, because, because we start, yeah, the Fump started in 2007 and You Don't Know Jack was before that. Yeah. So, yeah, unfortunately, darn it. I'm, I'm wrong about that for. For Spotify purposes, anyway. But Tony's Bonnie might Gordon's be on. Gordon's the music guest of honor at MarsCon. Yay! Tony's might be on on Spotify. Yeah, because he posted it at the Fump. I'm, I'm yeah, pretty so sure. It, so yeah, it so be. it should be up there. Yeah. All right. Thank you for listening to the Funny Music Podcast. I'm Devo Spice. I'm Luke Ski. And other people are here, but they're gone. Thank you for listening to the Funny Music Podcast. You can listen live every Thursday night at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific at DementiaRadio.org and join us in the chat or subscribe to the podcast feed. Look us up on iTunes and be sure to leave us a review. Feedback for the show can be sent to info at thefump.com. The Funny Music Podcast is a production of Fidem Interactive, LLC, released under a Creative Commons share-alike license. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Shout it to random people on the street. And be sure to visit thefump.com for the latest funny songs. Tune in next week where you'll hear Luke Ski say, Me being up late last night and looking for pictures on Bonnie Gordon on the internet was totally a legitimate thing to do. Shut up. <laughs>